Hey, hey, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? You know the name, you know the voice, you know exactly why we're here. I am the microphone messiah. I am joined by the Canadian destroyer, the current reigning and sometimes defending podcast champion, Brandon Tanguma, and of course, our agent of chaos, Miss Poison Scarlet. How are you guys doing tonight? Hello, hello. Fantastic. I don't like the little jab. Sometime defending Philip. I have been quite defending. You right? have back to back successful title defenses. You have been. Congratulations, Brandon. Gold star oh, for thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It wasn't a perfect run, but I didn't promise you a perfect run. I was I was like, man, this dude doesn't even watch this and he retained. I was I was a little salty. I was like, it should have been me. I had my Dolph Ziggler moment. It should have been me. But, I'm uh, just surprised that I got anything right. <laughs> Hey, there's another opportunity next weekend. Elimination. If Dijak didn't break his finger, I, I would have had a clean. That would have been a great show for me. It, hey, hey. It, it is what it is. Uh, but hey, this is the six year anniversary show of the BC. Yeah, happy birthday. Yes, 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 yes. Happy birthday to the BC. Uh, before we get into anniversary talk about the show and everything, we have a quick message from the heavyweight champion. Mr. Alpha Zoe. This is Alpha Zoe, the Bullet Cast Heavyweight Champion. I would like to congratulate the Bullet Cast for their six-year anniversary today. Um, I'm glad to be your guys' champion. I'm going to continue to represent you guys as best I can by traveling everywhere, defending this, and just having fun with it. You feel me? Thank you. All right, Zoe. Thank you for that one. Can't wait for your next title defense. So guys, uh, let's let, let's let's start it. Let's start it off with Katie. Obviously, ladies first. What have been some of your favorite moments from from being here? I know you've been here for about what four and a half months or something. Four and a half, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, I loved going to Collectible Stampede with you guys and recording our um. What was it? Our our three hundredth. Yeah. Three hundredth episode. See, I'm. I'm so tired. <laughs> um, I loved the fact that I've gotten the chance to promote women's wrestling a little more and, you know, uh, being able to go to the local shows and talk to people. And I've been able to help you with some of the interviews. I'm, I'm grateful for that. And I look forward to doing a lot more. Absolutely. You, you represent the brand well. You know, I've, I've told you I've I've put you over to people and whatnot. Thank you. No problem. Brandon. Yeah, unlike some people, you represent the brand well. I'm not going to name any names. Well, I mean, brand, me. brand, me. brand is in your name. You're the chief yeah. Brandon officer, remember? Oh, yes, yes, of course. Another of course, thank you. Another anniversary. Who, who would have thought we'd be here? Who would have who thought after some dingy Chabot College side room and then watching... Impact and New Japan stuff, and yeah, here we are. And then we moved to the television studio. Uh, Katie, go, go, check out some of those episodes if you ever have time. The, 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 those, those were interesting when when the other guy Mitchell was with us back then. Beautiful setting. Unfortunately, like three people would watch that. Yeah, stuff. yeah, 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 yeah. So, favorite some favorite moments, Brandon. What we got? What we got? Favorite moments. I mean, very similar to Katie. Uh, just kind of going out. And doing some of the interview stuff, going to the local indie shows, because uh, before I kind of knew a little bit about like the Bay Area wrestling scene. I went to uh, Roland's memorial show at APW. That was kind of the only indie scene I ever went to. And then now 
Um, obviously, you guys are going to kind of much more than I am, but being able to check out you know five shows a year is, is definitely cool. And uh, we've been able to to interview a lot of guests. You know, some on the the lower level on the come up, and then some who are some of the the biggest names in wrestling. So it's been a fun ride. Once again, I feel like I say this every time we do the little thing. Who would have known? You know, you just I was walking back to my car from SF State, and you like gave me a text and asked if I wanted to be on the podcast. Like, sure, why not? So then I checked it out because you sent me the link to the podcast. Be honest, wasn't terribly impressed because there was like. 30 minutes of dead air in the podcast. I don't know what happened technically, but we showed up. I showed up and here we are six years later, six years later, technical difficulties and all. I they still happen. Yes. Yes. On occasion. I appreciate you for sticking by me all this time, man. Uh, it's been fun. Thank you to all the interview guests and everybody that's been on. Thank you to you guys for uh, joining me in this uh, journey in digital media. When we dis- discuss pro wrestling and whatnot. And I think the biggest accomplishment is, this show has never missed a week. For six consecutive years, every week an episode has always been put out. I can think of only one other podcast, and that's Sam Roberts' podcast has never missed a week. So I think that's a huge accomplishment with us, seriously. Um, I, I I love that. It's just the dedication and drive to keep going and be different, and that's why I try all these other different things. That's why we have a Hall of Fame. That's why we have a heavyweight champion and all these other things. So seriously, thank you guys. Um, and, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess that's really it. <laughs> it's about drive. It's about power. We stay hungry. We devour. Yes. I don't know the rest of that song. Um, we're, let's go and let's get into SmackDown. Uh, Roman Reigns, he, he, fin- we finally, uh, discusses what happened with Sami Zayn. Um, and then Sammy attacks him and challenges him to the chamber elimination at Montreal and Roman accepts Katie. Really excited for this. I can't wait to see Roman beat the living crap out of Sami Zayn. But I also can't wait to see Sami Zayn beat the crap out of Roman Reigns. This is going to be a fun and emotional roller coaster of a match. Brandon, I heard somebody say this could be like punk in Chicago at Money in the Bank. Does does this have that level of of interest and will 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 the reaction from the crowd be like that on that faithful day in 2011 i i think so now this where cm punk is in terms of you know where where sammy is compared to punk and you know like the storyline and everything fantastic i've been putting over the the bloodline story and how great it's been from like a technical perspective now like the pure guttural emotion behind CM Punk was just something I don't know if we've ever really seen in wrestling, maybe since like, you know, a stone cold type and Sammy is super over. And now you add the, you know, the, the hometown crowd atmosphere, it's going to be electric. I can't remember the last time they've been in Montreal. So I don't know. Obviously Canadian crowds are insane. Not saying they're good because, you know, got to stay in character, brother. But uh, I I don't remember how it's mic'd up and how it looks like, but I would assume because the Rosemont Horizon is honestly one of the best wrestling venues for sounds and crowd reaction. So it's going to be hard to top punk because every couple months I always go back and like watch Greatest Pops and Greatest Entrance. I always watch that CM Punk entrance and it's going to be tough to top it, but it's definitely going to be up there and. I thought the uh, step one, or I guess step two now, after the turn was was really great. And they don't need to do too much. Yeah. So just kind of get to the show, have the match, and whatever they're doing afterwards. Was it One thing was interesting, Cody's name was brought up, got a little bit of a booze, 
I will we'll talk about Cody later, but just, you know, something to keep an eye on. Yeah. I love how Roman cuts promos without mics, like when he's talking to people and the man and like he says it in such a tone and it's loud enough to where the cameras will pick it up. I do. I do like I've always liked that. Kind of like the little off off the uh, mic, uh, little, little talking, and it just gets picked up to where you can hear it. I've always kind of enjoyed that. I hope more of that keeps going on, not just with Roman, but with other different talents within the company. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited for it. We're, we can't wait to see what's going to happen with that. Uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be very interesting how they uh, tell this whatever they do tomorrow. Uh, yeah, tomorrow night, Friday night on a uh, on SmackDown, and then um, maybe get something on Raw. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, outside of the ring, I don't know. Did we did we discuss Lanny Poffo last week, Brandon? We did not because that happened either on Thursday, but we have already recorded the podcast. Yes. So uh, R.I.P. to Leapin' Lanny Poffo. He was the brother of a uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, um, and he uh, he was the genius, the genius character uh, in the uh, new generation and golden era of uh, WWE. Uh, I think our generation, Brandon, knows him for that. Uh, lovely induction speech he gave his brother at the 2015 Hall of Fame. Yeah, I was there. It, w- it was great. And, you know, at the top line of Lanny Poffo might say brother of Randy Savage, but he has absolutely no problem with that because he loved not only putting over Randy, but putting over his dad as well. And I- I've listened to a bunch of interviews because he did a lot with uh, my boy, Wade Keller. And he- he's definitely a character, but like the way he has with words and just the to call him the genius and just kind of the way he talks and how much love and passion he had for wrestling and for the Apafo uh, name was was undeniable and it's sad that he died at uh, 68 so still relatively young and kind of out of nowhere and it you know definitely wasn't like you know a favorite of mine by any means but kind of getting to know him the last couple years definitely was shocking and kind of hurt yeah i mean lanny poffles what did some stuff with the elite on being the elite when jay lethal was going through his whole black machismo thing leading up to all in uh, really over the last like 10 years since Macho Man's death, Lanny Poffo has just been, you know, preaching to the choir about his brother and like keeping his legacy alive and and uh, really just um, promoting him. And, and, and we could say that. Uh, Kay, do you have any thoughts on uh, Lanny Poffo's passing? I was so sad to hear about it. I have watched reruns of the old uh, golden era of wrestling so I know the genius well, and he was top dollar. And I just, uh, my heart goes out to the family. Yes. T's and P's to the Poffo family. Um, Jerry the King Lawler suffered a stroke. He was found face down outside of uh, his home. Um, he had surgery and he will make a full recovery. Uh, Jerry the King Lawler has many lives. He's the cat. He, he is a cat. Heart attacks on live television 10 years ago, still wrestling. And then, you know, this uh, prayers going out to him, man. Hopefully he makes a, a nice, healthy, speedy recovery. Maybe uh, dial back from the in-ring competition because he's still going. Yeah, maybe. three, I think, still, still, still torn. St- still making those towns, brother. <laughs> oh, but speedy recovery to the king. Uh, SummerSlam is apparently going to be in Detroit April, or not April, I'm sorry, August uh, 5th. So not in July this time, which is nice. Normally it's later in uh, in, in August. but uh, I always remember it being kind of like the the last Sunday of like summer before you go back to school. Yeah, yeah, that's always yeah. what it was. Um, so, hey, I'm excited. 
shout out Detroit. They get something nice. Big, a big blockbuster PLE. First time back at the Ford Field since uh, WrestleMania. So it's been a while since Detroit has had a big stadium show. What WrestleMania was was that? Um, that was not the Trump was that was not the Trump one, was it? No, twenty three. I always get like I think twenty three was in Detroit. Yeah, I get twenty two, twenty three. Always confused. I think twenty three was in Detroit. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh man. Um. Okay. Moving on from that. Uh, why don't we talk about Diana Perrazzo? Yeah, she got her impact picked up her her player option or I guess team option in this case. So she's uh, with impact through the rest of the year. Uh, she's been doing great stuff. A little shocking that she did get uh, cut from WWE because I thought always thought she was a really good talent. Had a like cup of coffee with our well, she was with our way for a little bit. I think she dipped her toe in with AEW just a tad bit, but has definitely uh, had a strong run at impact. So, um, you know, good for her. I will. She probably could make more money if they, they didn't pick up the option, but Impact kind of showing that their hand and that knockouts division in, in Impact is uh, nothing to play with. It's you know sneaky good. We keep t- say, talking about it. Absolutely. I mean, I, I love Deanna Perrazzo. I was a huge fan. I'm a big fan of her work. Uh, I didn't, I didn't really uh, pay attention to her when she was in NXT, and then you know she left and started the the whole virtuoso thing over in Impact, and really just uh, she took off. She did hands down. I'm, uh, I I like her. Uh, Katie, are you familiar with Diana Perrazzo? Check out the stuff. She she is she's legit, for real for real. Uh, moving on from that, apparently Booker T has officially retired. Yeah, uh, well he you know he talked about I think on his podcast about, um you know maybe he looked good physically but maybe uh you know internally wasn't feeling all that great but um you know last time in houston or in texas rather and you know it's a good send-off for him and his commentary has a little bit to be desired but uh booker t definitely a legend and that was the last one it's been a fun ride all right katie any thoughts on booker t yeah you know good for him for deciding when he wanted to end it and going out the way he did um, getting to see one last Spinneroonie was really great. It, how long was he in the Rumble? Like thirty-five seconds. Not very long. <laughs> not not very long at all. Longer than Chelsea Green. Yeah. This 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 is well. Those are two separate Rumbles. Still, well, who had who was like the, I forget. Was there a, a was it Corbin? Leash? I think it was Corbin. Look uh, it up. Yeah, Christopher Daniels is going to be inducted into the Indy Hall of Fame. Uh, WrestleMania weekend. Congrats to him. Um, a pioneer of the independent scene and honestly one of the best to do it. And when he's 50 something years old and he's one of those guys like, like a Jericho, like he can still go at, at his age. So c- kudos to him. Uh, Brennan. Um, yeah. Christopher Daniels has had a fantastic career on the independent scene. Uh, you know, going back to what 90, like early, like late, late nineties. I, I forget if he was actually with WCW, but, um, fantastic career and, you know, a tad bit underrated, I would say, you know, did a lot of his work in, in ROH and impact. And, uh, I mean, shout out to him. Definitely well-deserved. I was a little shocked that he, they advertised him for a rampage match that he's still going. Uh, Christopher Daniels is, you know, he, he's not like the tippy tippy top, but he's definitely kind of like that next level down of that, you know, AJ Styles, CM Punk, Daniel, uh, Brian Danielson, Nigel 
McGinnis type of that era. Absolutely. Katie, you have any thoughts? Well, moving on to inside the ring, let's go to NXT Vengeance Day. You know, your boy retained as usual. Wasn't a clean victory. Did tie with Phillip. Shout out, Phillip. But um, it was the first NXT quote-unquote takeover, even though they don't really call them takeovers anymore. The first NXT PLE, we'll call that, standalone since before the pandemic, since the black and gold golden era of NXT uh, top ring of the arena i think was blocked off crowd looked good you definitely could see a couple of empty seats but uh nxt i think desperately kind of needs to get out of the performance center it just it's kind of bland the crowd is what it is and even though it's definitely not what it used to be uh, i thought just being there in that big time arena was, was a good look uh for them you guys agree oh uh, i i do I, I think it it helped them a great deal well yeah, I, I also agree well, I figure this uh, little hiccup out. Why don't you guys keep going? We may, there may or may not be, I might have cursed this podcast because I said technical difficulties and we might still have technical difficulties. We might have to uh, come back at a later date, but we'll talk about NXT Vengeance Day in, in the meantime. Um, we're not going to go over, through everything, single thing. It's not going to be a, a recap by any means, but um, I think the matches that you expected to be good really delivered. Wesley and Dijak was was great. Uh, probably best match of the night. Apollo and Carmelo was really good. I I do enjoy having the sweep and also the first fall being around 15 minutes. So it wasn't the, you know, convoluted five minute pin to start it off. And Carmelo getting the sweep was interesting. He comes out later to apparently be the challenger for Braun Breaker for the NXT title at was it Stand and Delivers the WrestleMania show. So uh, the rest of the card was was meh. It was just kind of there. Uh, luckily, they had those two matches I thought were, were really good. If you haven't seen it, go check those two matches out. Um, as I said, those two matches, great. Everything else, not so great. Um, Katie, any any thoughts on NXT Vengeance Day? I'll be completely honest with you. I did not have the chance to watch NXT Vengeance Day. Well, you know what? It's okay. You're not, to be honest, you're not missing too, too much. <laughs> Uh, I mean, what I watched a three and a half hour show for like 40 minutes of decent wrestling. So anyways, the fallout like endorsement. Well, you know, I used to be the big NXT guy around here, so I have very high expectations for NXT takeovers. And I think I need to definitely lower them at this point, even the main event, like you had Braun Breaker and Grayson Waller in a cage and it was just kind of there I, I i don't watch nxt on a week-to-week basis but i kind of kind of went back and listened to like a podcast of people recapping the show who do watch it all the time and they seem to be very tired of braun breaker which is kind of interesting because i think on the outside we all kind of see him as this like next big thing and the guy that everyone that wwe is going to groom to maybe beat roman reigns or something like that and maybe on the inside people who watch nxt on a day-to-day basis he's not like growing and not improving and I mean, I did kind of see that he just seemed like the same guy that I saw, a you know, last year against WrestleMania against Dolph Ziggler. So maybe something to to worry about a little bit. Katie, do you have any thoughts on just Braun Breaker as a whole? I know we kind of talk about him every now and then, but what, do you have any thoughts about him as like a prospect? Yeah, I mean, I could, I could realistically see him going up to the big leagues, but. I do agree. He needs some more work before we can actually take him out of developmental and put him on the main roster. Um, He's 
not changing. Uh, he just kind of stays the same. And he has the same gimmick. He doesn't do anything to try to bump it up a level, really, it feels like. And I do catch some NXT every once in a while, but I just, it just hasn't caught me. Yeah, he's just kind of the same guy. He has, you know, he he barks. He's like, he's a, a little Steiner. The, the wrestling in-ring is just kind of there. You would think with like someone like Grayson Waller, maybe he could, you know, step it up a tad bit with Carmelo seemingly being the uh, the next man up. I think that will be a real litmus test. You know, he had Dolph Ziggler last year at WrestleMania, having Carmelo this year. Hopefully we can see some sort of improvements and maybe Carmelo takes it off him. But Carmelo, I think, honestly, is another guy who could and should be on the main roster relatively soon. So if you want to give him the title, I mean, are you really going to have him hold it for a, a long period of time and then kind of hold him down in NXT? So I, I don't really know. Uh, Fallout, I mean, I didn't see the show, to be honest, but uh, the big thing, Toxic Attraction, is uh, no more, no Mandy. JC and Gigi Dolan did their best reenactment of the barbershop uh, turn with uh, Sean and Marty. So it uh, looks like we're getting Gigi and JC. The, the toxic attraction implodes. Hate to hate to see it. Wah, wah. The stiff, the first, the super kick looked was atrocious. It was terrible. But then the, the second kick, just a pump kick right in the face while she's leaning up against the, uh, the ding dong. Hello door just looked disgusting and she's posted a photo of it big old raspberry on the side of her head so hopefully Gigi's uh good and well uh yeah i'm just kind of killing time right now to be honest because the the doomsday clock is under a minute so maybe i get cut off and just the zoom just completely stops working and we're gonna have to come back uh after a word from our sponsors or i don't know <laughs> Uh, I will say Toxic Attraction was one of the big draws for NXT for me. And now that it's gone, I'm like, what do I do now? See them wrestle each other. I don't know what Roxy's going to do because they I did see they had Caden Carter and Katana Chance kind of challenge her. And take two. We're back. <laughs> we are back. Sorry about that, guys. Technical difficulties. But uh, Brandon was doing a great job talking about NXT. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Um, I look, I liked, I enjoyed the uh, PLE. I thought it was fun. Dijak dislocating his finger, breaking it, whatever. Yikes. Carmelo Hayes, he is him, uh, going 2 and 0 against Apollo. And then, uh, I, I, I popped for Dabakato, Commander's Knees. I don't know why, but I did. I love that he was back. So, him and Apollo, I guess, are going to do something. And then, um, Grayson Waller, a he he performed very well, but uh, big, big brawny Braun got the job done. And, uh, I'll save this thing about Grayson Waller from when we get to the fan mail because we do have a fan mail about him. But if, coming out of the fallout, uh, JC Jane uh, attacks uh, Gigi Dolan. They have their ro uh, rockers moment at with Ding Dong Hello. That's their barbershop window. Um, they thought 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 uh, it was fun. Toxic attraction, unfortunately, is no more. So we'll see uh, what happens with that. And um, yeah, any other thoughts about NXT before we move on? I no. did. Why, you know, we talked a little about Braun Breaker. What are your thoughts on Braun Breaker from last year to this year with his title reign? It's pretty much just the same guy. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's the same guy. He'll run through you. Um, but I think Carmelo Hayes will bring something out of him because I, I, I hope that's where they go. Uh, stand and deliver. Uh, that's going to be something special. I, I hope to be there. 
But I, 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 I do. I, it, it's the same dude. At ten o'clock in the morning, I was like, "Oh, that's a tough look." It's it's it's, it's rough. Well, we're gonna we're so we're about to we're about to talk we're about to we're about to talk about that. Let's let let's hit the let's hit the fan mail real quick because there something might get people in the building for ten o'clock in the morning. So where is it at? Let me, let is me Wally Mania on Friday? Dude, I'm going to Wally Mania. I have to. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. If Wally Mania is Friday night, I don't know if I'm be able to get up on a Saturday morning are you, at ten o'clock. Brandon, are you coming? I don't know. Just you know, I'm just you know, just teasing you, dude. Like just like, edging you. Like you know, I've been talking about it with Loverboy. He wants to go to Wally Mania. Just come with us, bro. Well, I just Katie. Uh, Katie, I can't hear you. Yeah. What's Wally Mania? Oh, you don't know who Wale is? Well, so he's a he's a recording artist, a, a rapper. He's the one that he has does this great. He has this great uh, Razor Ramon remix song. It's basically yes, every, every time we bring it up, Philip no. has to talk about it. He um, Wale is the guy that sings Biggie's current WWE theme. Uh, huge wrestling fan, and every year, like at WrestleMania, he has a big party. Uh, at some venue where wrestlers are there and fans can interact with wrestlers. Like last year, Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams were there. Jade Cardgill was roaming around Ricky Starks. So it's a it's it looks like a lot of fun. It's just a big party. And I'm 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 looking for it. I've always wanted to go. So I'm excited about that. But uh let's, let's hit this fan mail. So Dan writes in, so Grayson Waller versus HBK. I, I know Sh- I know Sean said he's retired. I understand that. But look, if you want to get people in a building at 10 a.m. Might have to put the chaps back on HBK. Grayson Waller versus Shawn Michaels. Why not? Sure. I'm opposed to it. You saw the, you know, uh, Grayson interrupted that Zoom meeting. That footage is out there online. Uh, hey, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not opposed to it. You know, Grayson Waller's there to, he's not there to, he, I, I, and they could tell such a great story. You know, Waller's not, he's not a fan of Shawn Michaels. He's here to be a star. He's everybody else in the locker room is a fan of his. You know, I, I think that's a nice story. Brandon, what are your thoughts? Well, I'm all for for building the youth and developing and maybe putting a, more of a spotlight on NXT and Grayson Waller's a hell of a talent. I just don't know if burning an HBK match is right for Grayson Waller on a takeover at 10 o'clock in the morning. WrestleMania Saturday. If it's WrestleMania Saturday, it should be a WrestleMania, not an NXT. Agree. Wholeheartedly. So, so, so what? I mean, he's, he's I feel him. like Austin Theory HBK is better than HBK. Well, you know, Grayson Waller NXT. Not, he's not involved on the main roster, and Austin Theory may be wrestling Big Match John. You never know. I can't see him. So, how do I know? Don't do that. I hate those. Well, I mean, right now I can't see him. I, He's nowhere to be seen. I mean, so like, I mean, what's Sean going to do? Call one of his friends? Like what? It, Triple H is retired. Billy Gunn. X-Pac versus Grayson Waller. Make it happen. X, honestly, that's the only guy he could really call. You know, Kevin Nash is not going to do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that, that makes sense. Do you want to see X-Pac versus Grayson Waller? Do you want to see that? Sure, make it happen. X-Pac makes noise. They, they need something big to get people in that building that early. Only if they play the uh, Uncle Cracker version of his of his song with uh, Albert. I don't know. It's a great song. It's just an idea, man. It's just an idea. Hootie Who 420. Hootie Who. Brian Danielson is just giving us incredible matches on free TV. I wonder what he is saving for the pay-per-view. 
I'm going to have to wait to find out. Uh, moving on from that, uh, Nigerian Prince. So if MJF is supposed to be a rich uh, guy, why does his locker room look like the setting of the casting couch? Well, you know, maybe he likes that aesthetic. Okay, there's more. There's more. Maybe he likes the aesthetic. There, there, there's more. There's more. Nothing but bare walls and that black couch. We all know about that couch. Why are there no decorations? Is he like a film, like a film guy? Is he like independent, like independent movie maker? The anniversary show. We have technical difficulties. We have talks about casting couches. Yes, um, I I get what he's saying, you know, and like because like if you look at Roman, you know, when Roman Roman's, I don't think the Bang Bros would would have that type of aesthetic with the casting couch. Oh, oh, they they seem like higher class guys. Back to the back to the talk of the rich champion. You, oh. look at, you look at Roman's office; it's decorating and whatnot. Maxwell, he's supposedly this rich, this rich guy, and he's young. Young rich guys live it up. Why? Why? Why isn't it? His... Maybe he's he's frugal. Why he's frugal. The... He's smart with his money. I don't why know. aren't the walls Burberry? That that would have been a nice touch. He wasted all his money on the on the title. He he. I don't think so. Katie, do you have any thoughts on this? I can't hear you at all. I still can't get over the casting couch vibes. Y'all had me rolling. Right. Hey, <laughs> that was shout out to the Nigerian prince. But what, what, what are your thoughts on this? In all honesty, I think they just didn't have the money to play up a set. Tony Khan's a pretty rich dude. Or they decided to overlook it. That's also a thing. Oh yeah, given given what MJF said in the promo, you weren't even thinking about. No, that was a whole MJF. That, that... MJF does want to be in the locker room. He has his own tour bus. He just is there to shower and change clothes. If that, can't you do that on the tour bus? Yeah, exactly. You Maybe so, he doesn't have good running water. He he wants some good water pressure. And where, where were they at? Where were they at Wednesday? Uh, they were in El, yeah El Paso. So El Paso has the best water pressure in the country. Maybe better than a, than a tour bus. All I know is MJF's amazing. You know, it's a long it's a long trek from New Jersey down to El Paso, so maybe he kind of used the good water early. These these are uh, okay. These, these are these, you know maybe maybe he had one of those patented uh, Eddie Guerrero burritos like the Big Show had all those years ago, and he used a lot of it on the toilet. You know, a lot of a lot of flushing had to be done. So look at MJF. You think he's eating burritos? Look at that man. Or maybe some vegan burritos. I don't know. He ain't eating burritos. No, he's okay. He's burrito bad. bowls. No, I don't even. I, he, I don't think he's doing that either. A nice, nice chicken burrito bowl. He has a nice port porterhouse. You know, nice quinoa bowl. Potato. He's got the salad. He's having. He's having wagyu beef. He's having white wine. Like he didn't. White apparently wine. He can't. Apparently, Excuse he can't afford. Me? You oh. do not pair white wine with wagyu beef. Oh, I, I didn't say he had to pair it. I, I just paired it with some I, beer. I was just, I was just saying, I, I, don't, I don't even know why I said that. I'll be honest with you. Red wine. R- red wine. Probably a, a, a you know, very Katie, old I'm, red wine. I'm not, I'm not a wine connoisseur. I am. Like, I, I, I've i had wine a few times in my day. Sure, you know. I was like, oh, okay, this is nice. You know, a, a I like to drink whatever. wine on days that end with Y. Okay. Okay. You know what, Katie? We we need to you need to you need to smarten me up on the wine. She's our personal sommelier. Yeah. Yes. I got you. Yes. 
Am yeah. I going to do a wine tasting over a podcast sometime? Because I'll do it. I, I do like a nice ASMR podcast. Like this tastes like. No, no, we're not doing. I'm that. I'm pretty sure I'm too high energy to do that. Okay. I see. We know bullet. We should have our own wine. We should have bullet wine. I don't know if that's going to sell too well. I don't, I don't think don't... that's going to sell that well. We'll find out, guys. We'll we'll make something. Guys, we'll make something happen. We will make something happen. Even if we just steal somebody else's wine and put our logo on it. I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah, just like the Bellas do. Just get the two buck Oh, brother. Let's finish the fan. Mail. I have no idea anything about wine. So that was just that was just a joke. Okay, don't come after me. Like Brett Favre is coming after my boy Pat McAfee and Shannon Sharp. Let's information. Mean... Even though Brett Favre's out here stealing from the, the poor to the poor in Mississippi. We're not talking about that. It's fine. This is not a sports podcast. It's a wrestling podcast. Yeah. Wow. 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 Uh, in brightest day X, Mr. X, the hall of famer. He says, could we see Takeshita joining the BCC? Possible. Is that still a thing? I know Brian uh, wore a t-shirt. I know. I mean, Regal left Moxley. It was Moxley wasn't even on this episode, huh? He was no. not. No. I'd, Claudio, he's doing ring of honor things. What happened to Wheeler? Yuta? what's, um, didn't he like talk someone down last week or something? He got in someone's face last week and challenged him to like a rampage match. It just, it, it just all went downhill. It, it, it really did. Uh, oh yeah, they last week they came out in the Moxley Hangman match and Cesaro or <clears throat> Claudio and uh, Willie Uta got in between them. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I, I watched the product. Yeah, wow! Oh my god! If the BCC is still a thing, sure, why not? Uh, he says there is talk that fans are there uh, that uh, fans are more interested in seeing Sammy beat Roman than Cody beating him. Has this become another Daniel Bryan situation? Could we see a triple threat match at Mania with Sammy involved, or uh, are they having this match at, with Sammy and Roman at Elimination Chamber um, to uh, dis disbar of the former honorarius? So I keep I kept calling it a possible uh, Daniel Bryan situation. The, that was before Monday with the Cody Paul Heyman promo and WWE crowds now are not as volatile as they were back then. We have, you know, AEW, they've scared a lot of these people off. They don't watch the product as much. So now in WWE, we have a lot of like passive fans who are usually going to go with the flow. Now, as I said, Cody did get a little bit of booze when his name was brought up on Friday, but they just, Friday? I don't know. I blame the crowd. Yeah, it's all the crowd's fault. They, you know, they probably Canada adjacent or something, but uh, I don't know. I I don't I don't see that happening because I have faith that Cody and Roman will tell a good story on their end, and then they'll tell a good story with Seth or Kevin, Sammy, and probably the Usos. If Jay comes back and turns on Sammy, I think they'll have no issue getting the heat for that. I see. I see. Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I don't I don't, I don't know. Uh, could could we could we get a triple threaded mania? Is Roman about to smash them and stack them one more time? I don't know. I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. I think we're finally seeing the fall of the bloodline. Um, but even then, I'll be completely honest. I don't know who we're going to have be the new undisputed champion. This the, the these are tough times. Very tough uh, times. Mr. X also says, 
Uh, just wanted to say congratulations on six years of the BC. I've been honored to have been a part of this journey the last few years, and I can't wait to see what the future has in store for the show. I appreciate you, my guy. You're a valued asset of, of this uh, this platform, for real, for real. Um, before we talk about Monday Night Raw, Mania Madness is back. Yes. We, oh, yeah. Katie, this is something we've done over the course of a couple years. We've done best WrestleMania. We've done best WrestleMania main events. Uh, I think attires should be the next one. I now th- I have to do a little bit more research, but we might be in, in February, but yes, got WrestleMania on the mind. So we're not going to do the full fledged thing like we normally do. We're going to break it down a little bit, make it easier to break digest. So we're just going to kind of do like one little part of it at a time. And it so all dis- full disclosure, I was having some technical difficulties because I was like, oh, we've had 38 WrestleManias, 38 opening matches. That should be simple. Well, I kind of forgot that we've had multiple WrestleMania days and so that kind of threw me for a loop so some matches may not be on here i had to make some executive decisions but let's be honest those early wrestlemanias were not having fantastic openers so i don't think the i i've already forgot what like wrestlemania matches i've taken off here but anyways i've put the double wrestlemanias against each other so we will have the best of the three wrestlemania day one into whatever you know what i'm talking about so starting off we got WrestleMania 38. Okay. Night one. Does any little pop quiz? Do we know what night one was? See, everyone's already forgot. Usos about, yeah. versus Nakamura and Boogs. Don't really talk about Boogs. He's back. Boogs. Good for him. Boogs. Uh, they are taking on another tag team match. This so first one was for the SmackDown titles. This one was for the Raw titles. RK Bro taking on the Street Profits and Alpha Academy. Uh, obviously, the Boogs injury uh, limited what happened on night one. Night two, more action, no more action, more bodies in the ring. So, which one are you guys uh, going on here? I'll go with the RK Bro one. I do remember that uh, match more distinctly. I because for with the Boogs one, he, he hurts himself. Uh, a little bit of wrestling, one and done, and then the Usos retain. So I'm I'm going with RK Bro. I do remember a lot more from that match. Yeah, I, I complete completely agree on that front. And another pop quiz: Does anybody know what the first ever WrestleMania match was? Um. Bullet cast quiz title coming soon. Was it Tito? Was Tito Santana? Was it him? Yeah, there we go. That's one. Mm, Tito Santana. Tito Santana. Uh, Jesus. Um, I, I, I don't know. It was Tito Santana versus the Executioner. Ah, WrestleMania one. Uh, so that will go up against night two. RK Bro Street Profits and Alpha Academy. I think we're going to see a lot of this, a old WrestleMania match going up against a newer WrestleMania match. More often than not, I think the newer WrestleMania match will prevail, just like I feel like in this one. Okay. Are we just going to scoot on past it? Because let's be honest. is T- We love Tito Santana, Executioner, you know, take him or leave him. I don't think they're passing up a uh, modern-day triple threat match for the opener. Then we got a... A tough one here. Tough opening round draw. WrestleMania 25, Money in the Bank ladder match, taking on WrestleMania 21, Rey Mysterio versus Eddie Guerrero. Okay. Uh, so this one, very tough. Equally good matches. You know how I feel about WrestleMania 25. 
Uh, and that is for the people. Uh, I, I, I've been saying it for six years. You guys don't know. Love WrestleMania 25. Um, but I mean, look, it, it, this was a great opener. Punk won. I was happy for him. Uh, I was 13 years old going like, yeah, straight edge. I'm going to be that. I didn't live up to the hype. I'm sorry. Damn. Um, but Ray and Eddie, I mean, it's Ray. And Eddie. It's I'm, always Ray and Eddie. 100%. I'm, I'm going with Ray and Eddie. I, I mean, I got to agree. Uh, maybe not their best match. Well, I don't know. I think technically it's one of their best matches in WWE. I know the latter match at SummerSlam later on is much more memorable, but um, yeah, fantastic match. And I, I do agree. I think uh, Eddie and Ray should move on into the uh, second round. Then we got Shawn Michaels versus Tatanka. Was that WrestleMania, WrestleMania 9. Okay. There you go. Taking on WrestleMania 18 or X8. Katie, this is your first WrestleMania with us. What is your opinion on that weird era of X's? Is it X8 or is it 18 or X7 and 17? I need to know because I'm a numbers guy. I'm a 17 and 18 guy. I, I'm a numbers person. I, I prefer the like 17, 18, 19. Thank you. I, I, I think the for... only one I divulge from is 2000, but that is 16 if you want to be technical, but I will call it WrestleMania 2000. I I think I'm a like X7 guy, and then as far as WrestleMania X8, I just go, oh, that's WrestleMania 18. I I know 17 is the one that gets people angry because that literally says X7 spelled out, but yeah, who cares? Uh, we got Shawn Michaels and Tatanka taking on RVD and William Regal, a uh, maybe what? an underrated match to kick off, maybe an underrated WrestleMania. Um, not the first, not the last time we'll see William Regal on this bracket. I believe I should have pulled this one up because too much, too many words. I don't want to make these little tiny, but I believe this one's for the IC title, either the IC or the Europe. I'm not 100 percent sure, but uh, I remember this one and I loved it. So I'm going for RVD versus Regal. Shawn Michaels and Tatanka. Oh, you're gonna put the tiebreaker. You're gonna put all the the heat on me, Philip. Why do you pick Shawn Michaels and Tatanka outside of it just being Shawn Michaels? Well, I mean, I, I, I remember, honestly, I think I've seen probably because I've seen this one more than uh, Regal and uh, and Van Dam. I, I, I think that that's just why I'm gonna pick it. Uh, I, I think it's, I think it's a fine match. You know, Tatanka for uh, all the for a period of time, like he looked like he was gonna be the guy in WWE. You know, he, he was a solid worker. Came back and had that little little run in the mid 2000s. So Tatanka has a special place in my heart. I agree. And Tatanka at this point wasn't, you know, he wasn't overpushed and wasn't kind of like a laughing stock. And this is Sean. I believe this might be Sean's. No, this is Sean's second WrestleMania singles match. So um, this was kind of him more kind of being his own person. I believe Sherry yes. is with them in this, yes, uh, in yes, this one. Yes. So, I mean, it is tough. Uh, we have been having a lot of modern wrestling matches. I think a lot of modern matches are going to move on, but um, I, I'll, I'll give it to Sean and Tatanka. I, once again, Tatanka wins the match over Sean. Maybe something I, I don't agree with, but yeah, I will we'll give it to Sean and Tatanka. Why the hell not? Then the last one we'll talk about today, a uh, back-to-back WrestleMania match. We're going to have a couple of these later on. WrestleMania 31, IC ladder match winning by Zack Ryder, or sorry, win one by Daniel Bryan. WrestleMania 32, IC ladder match won by Zack Ryder. So the Ooh. same type match back-to-back, 31-32. I mean, 32, you know, you get the spot of you know Stardust pulling out the polka dot ladder and you get the feels because of Dusty. 31, it was just utter chaos. And I mean, are we going to be biased because it was in the Bay? 
<laughs> I mean, I can be biased. Weren't you guys at this one? Yeah, I was at that one. I will be completely biased. I mean, I, I love this match. I thought it was a, a great opener. We'll give uh, it but 30, 32 was, was great as well. Like, I think it's like really close because, but I think the the finish is probably better. Like, yes, it's a little fun note that Zack Ryder won, got his WrestleMania moment, but eh, I think the people were more behind Dana Bryan. And technically, I think you could say like Brody Lee, uh, Luke Harper was really good in that match as well. Uh, John Moxley, uh, Dean Ambrose was, you know, he was just kind of spinning his wheels at this time. But I thought, I don't, I, I probably should watch back a lot of these matches because they are just so even in my mind about what they were. Yeah, we'll give it to thirty-one. Oh yay, thirty-one! So uh, next week we'll go over some more uh, modern ones. We'll have thirty-seven. The uh, thirty-seven battle and uh, some some other, you know, maybe some underrated. This one is, I think, a little harder, but they're. To finish it off, we will have probably a strong contender for the number one overall seed, and uh, we'll talk about that when we get there next week. Yeah, uh, let's let's go on to Monday Night Raw. Adrenaline in my soul, something something. Cody Rhodes, uh, Co- Cody's out there, and then Paul Heyman comes out there, and uh, they talk. Obviously, you got to talk about Dusty. Talk about Dusty and ECW. Go watch that footage. I just recently watched that with uh, Carino and him back at 99. Good stuff. Um, <laughs> then Paul Heyman got personal. Uh, he made it personal. He said, the last conversation I had with your father, he said you were his favorite son, but Roman Reigns was a son that he always wanted. And Cody said, hey, he's just trying to win a wrestling championship. You made this personal, bruh. Brandon, what are our thoughts? So I, I keep kind of wondering how they're going to get Cody in this right position with Sammy just lurking in the background. I like the beginning Cody acknowledging the elephant in the room and wishing Sammy the best of luck. And if he has to beat Sammy, so be it. He just wants a championship. He has no ill will towards Sammy. And he wants Sammy to win because Roman Reigns is not a, a great person after what he did. Um, but yeah, just the the chemistry and the you know little drops of truth we don't know how truthful it is i don't think dusty actually said that to paul Heyman, but everything else in there is true enough to where you can get roped into the story and cody is a pros pro paul Heyman hasn't had like this type of shine in a while because he's just kind of with Roman and um, it kind of takes me back to kind of the stuff he did with Brock when Brock wasn't there. I, I absolutely loved it. I thought it was great. And it kind of was like, Oh, they can make this work yeah. with Cody versus Roman. Now I hope they don't just coast on their laurels and just say, okay, we did this great thing. Let's move on because we're still like two, almost two months away from WrestleMania. We yeah. still need to build on this to be tech, you know, to be a little nitpicky. I wasn't the biggest fan of, you know, just assuming he's going to beat Roman at WrestleMania. He kind of said like, oh, I'm going to beat your guy at WrestleMania when Sammy's still out there. But in the moment, that that's very much nitpicking. But I thought it was fantastic. Said he was going to beat your boy. He said your boy's going to pay. Ooh. Katie, what do you thought? It was an emotional promo. Um, I definitely was hanging on every word. Cody is such a pro when it comes to his promos and how he speaks is just absolutely amazing. Uh, and then you can't go wrong with, with a good Paul Heyman promo and putting the two together was like putting, in my opinion, um, 
Ian McKellen and Jean-Luc Picard in a room and just watching them talk. Absolutely amazing. Um, Like I said, hanging on every word, just totally, totally fantastic. Now, I heard this on the Cheap Heat podcast. Shout out to Brian Dipperstein. He said... um, this should just, the storyline for Roman and Cody should just take place like on Monday. Just have Heyman and Cody continuously cut promos against each other, and Roman and Cody don't see each other until they're in the ring at WrestleMania. That's I mean that that's different. That's not something that's normally done. I think the only time that that was done was what Undertaker when he wrestled Bray and John Cena at WrestleMania. Those two he not, he didn't interact with them at all. Until I like that. Yeah, so I like that. That could be something, but I would like to see one battle between Roman and Cody on the microphone. I would like to see that. Yeah, I think you have to have them interact. I'm not saying every week that because that's not what Roman does, but definitely have Cody pop one up on or SmackDown. one or two times. Yeah, like to do something different. Have Cody pop up on SmackDown, or have Roman really just appear on Raw. Let's let's. So let's get some real star power back on on Monday nights. Not that there isn't already, because there are some stars on Mondays. Let me tell you, let me tell you. But I, I did enjoy this. Um, I thought this was fun, and I, I can't wait to see where they go from here. Maybe we get a Cody Roman interaction after uh, Elimination Chamber, given if Roman Reigns is still the champion, of course. Of course, of course, of course. Um, so Edge and Beth kick off the show. Um. And then they have an interaction with Judgment Day. That whole segment goes down. Uh, I'm going to get hit with a glam slam and yelling mommy before. I thought that was funny. Uh, Montez Ford, the way he uh, came down the ramp was hilarious. Uh, Katie, what are your thoughts on this whole segment? Someone made a meme of Dominic's face when he was like lifted up for the uh, Glamazon slam. Yeah. Oh, my God. I just I can't I I Dominic is is money right now he's so freaking funny love Dom um, Dom otherwise you know watching Edge and Beth in the ring is always like just really great and Montez Ford and Angela Dawkins coming out to beat up the Judgment Day before the match fantastic. I wish that Angelo had gotten the win instead of Damien, in all honesty. Brennan? Yeah, nothing nothing too much to add. You know, Edge and Beth come out and just kind of lay down the law. And looks like we're going to get that mixed tag match at Elimination, at elimination Chamber, like we thought. So, um, And also, I do like saving, you know, Beth and Rhea's interactions. Because that kind of is where the, the big thing is right now. Yeah. Between them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, we can talk about it real quick. Uh, Montez Ford, he uh, will be in the chamber. Uh, he he made his way through. Damien did did defeat Angelo Dawkins, but uh, I I think this is kind of you know where people thought uh, Montez Ford's career was going to go. You know, given the tag team is great, but sort of a singles run to be happening. And hey, I'm here for it, man. I'm here for it. Uh, the 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 United Tez Championship or something like that. I don't know. I don't know what we're doing, but I'm I'm here for it. I, I mean, I it. would say that, but he didn't do anything in the Rumble, so that's why I'm like, okay, we want this to happen, but is it going to actually happen? I think he'll have a nice performance in the Chamber. He may win it, uh, and then I don't I don't know. Like that that whole Chamber, anybody could honestly win the United States Championship. Like we don't know. It's it's a t- 
total crapshoot. We don't know who's going to win. <laughs> Get your predictions ready. That could be the, the most important prediction you make. Right? Yes, yes, yes. Um, The steel cage match between Bailey and Becky Lynch happened. Uh, the women they they worked well together. As in Orlando, they they kind of told that story. Um, Lita, Lita showed up. The Hall of Famer, um, raising a little hell, giving twist of fates, uh, and helping Becky Lynch win. Um, that was nice. It was good to see her on TV. Yes, yes, yes. We're gonna gonna see her at uh the United Irish Cult, uh, Cultural Center for uh West Coast Pro. Uh, they're having a TLC match inside that. That's crazy. I'm cashing in my uh my you want to take me to a West Coast Pro show for that. Oh yeah, oh now you want to go, huh? <laughs> hey, no, I, I'm 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 down for real. That's that's going to be something awesome. Uh, Brandon, what are your thoughts on this whole thing? Oh yeah, uh, it, I thought the match was good. Um, antennas go up a little bit for how gregarious Lita and uh, Becky were with each other. Maybe they go down that route, or it's just a simple tag match with Becky and Lita. I do kind of like, oh, that's what we're doing with Becky, but you know, if that's what they're doing, you know, I, I would assume Becky would it would love to be in a tag team match with the uh, Lita at WrestleMania. Do they go uh, two on? Do they go two on three like Evolution and uh, Rock and Sock connection? I don't think that's something you should do with the women's tag team titles. I mean, it's. I mean, who really? I know who really cares about the women's tag team division, but even just individually, Kai and EO are probably worth more. And just having a straight up three on three match, I don't know who you put in them, put in there with them, but maybe Trish. I don't know. Oh. I mean, if Beth isn't doing anything, I don't know if Beth wants to have another match. I mean, who could they call? Like that's that's really like who who can who can, who else can they call? That's 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 the thing. Spooky Alexa Bliss. Victoria. Oh no. Make it happen. Anybody. Anybody. Um Lesnar and Lashley have an encounter. Uh Lesnar just F5s Bobby and throws a contract on him. It's for a match at Elimination Chamber. Brock work in Canada because he lives in Canada. You love it. Talking about four to five hour sessions with Sable. Do you think we'll get to see Sable at Elimination Chamber? Probably not. I wish. I'm down for Sable to show up on TV. Hit the hear the row, hear the hear the, hear the entrance. The, the cougar, the cougar yell. Yeah. Shout out to the cougars. They need love too. Shout out. Shout out. Anyway, um, Carmella's back. Mella's money. She's in the woman's chamber. Yay! Yay! Yes. She's Good back with the moonwalking, trash talking vibes. Yes. It's kind of a mix of like that uh that very um sexualized character she was playing in, the uh princess of Staten Island. Yeah. So, it's yeah. a good mix. I like it. I'm down for it. I'm down for it. Uh moving on to AEW Dynamite. Maxwell Jacob Friedman is amazing. Uh has a killer match with uh Takeshna. That bro, that's spot off the top and him just landed on his feet. Mm. Made mm. my ankles hurt, but I loved it. It was so good. It was awesome. And then him beating him down and Danielson coming to the rescue. And then let's talk about this. Let's talk about this promo. Let's, we need to talk about this. Him 
talking about, you know, being being in high school and getting fellatio while driving and crashing and from Liv. From 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 a girl named Liv. The dirt sheets tell me that this this story is eighty percent true. By the way, um, right. and then you know, switching, seeing sw- the blood on his hands. Yes, yeah, so switching seats with her, so she gets in trouble for driving, and he did. And I'm like, okay, wow, all right, Katie, what do you, what do you, how do you feel about this? Making gestures of of inappropriate acts on live television. You know. It's what I expect from MJF, so I had no issue because this is who MJF is as a character. Um, I kind of just love everything he does, even if it's horrendously inappropriate. Okay, okay. Uh, Brandon? Uh, match itself, fantastic. I don't know how many TV matches MJF has had, but I would say it's probably his best one. Um, the promo... I haven't got a gauge on exactly how everyone's feeling about the promo. I know everyone's just kind of like in shock when it happened on Wednesday. I mean, like the intensity and the way he like carried himself, I thought was fantastic. The, the substance of it. I just have a little bit of an issue with not from like a moral high ground thing. Just as you said, 80% true. I have a very hard time believing MJF actually did that so it kind of takes me out of the moment a tad bit it's like okay dude you didn't actually just drag a girl's lifeless body into the driver's seat and do all that stuff and how do we how do we how do we how do we know that didn't happen i i don't i i don't know i'm just gonna hopefully i'm gonna hopefully as well and then also i don't think mjf is gonna us you know say that he committed whatever crime that technically is did you hear on national television did you hear about like the police were called did you did have you guys heard these stories? No, that there were like hundreds of calls made to uh, where were they? El Paso, right? Yeah, or not El or not? They I were in El Paso. They were in El Paso, but I think it was like to Long Island or whatever the Long Island. That, uh, yeah, to Long Island. Yeah. yeah, so like hundreds of calls were made about this. I'm like, oh, that's a okay. I will say, MJF. And myself, great minds think alike because he has a blue Camaro. I have a silver Camaro. Oh, I was going to say if you were driving and someone was going to. No, yeah, yeah, okay. no. I, thought, I mean, I no. was like, well, no. after that whole story, that was no. like, like, that's I, don't, I think that's a lot. La- I think that's the last thing everyone's thinking about was his blue Camaro. Shout out to the uh, Katie mobile. The Katie mobile is pretty amazing. It's better than Jules. It's easier, probably easier to get into than Jules. Hey, look, I, you know I have a soft spot in my heart for Jules. You know. Love Jules. Just not when the top's down and it's cold. And we're driving across the San Mateo Bridge. Yes. Coming from Daly City. Just none of that. That's a great time. Oh, if we cool. were to drive all three all three of us to some place in, in the Camaro, though, you would have to sit in the back and, like, scrunch your legs up. I'm short. I can I can deal with that. This is why we use my car. Yes. Um, all right. Brian Danielson defeats Roosh in a great match. But Danielson's wrestled uh, for oh, just over 90 minutes uh, this calendar year already on television. This match was about 14.30, I think, I hear. Um, hey, this is fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, Danielson gets that big win, and then MJF attacks him. So, 
It was a great match. That was I mean, fun. I wasn't sure if Brian Danielson was going to actually make it because he looked he looked hurt. Yeah, I think he needs to be given some time off. Yeah, like, now that now that he's got now that they know he's got the match, yeah. like, like let him he, take a break. Like he can miss next week because he was attacked and everything, and probably probably show, after? probably show up the, the the dynamite before the pay per view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut some sort of promo saying he's been gone training and da 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 da. Brendan, you're gonna you're gonna be there. I'm trying to get into the building. How are they gonna keep? our attention for an hour. I don't know. Um, we kind of know a little bit about where the matches are going. So hopefully it's not like a normal match or a normal card with the hour Iron Man match tacked onto it. So I'm hoping it's like a four, five match card and it's not going to be so, so long. I mean, personally, me, like me personally, I would much rather see just a 60 minutes straight up match than a 60-minute Iron Man match because always in the back of your mind, you know, you know, the match is going 60 minutes. And so it's very hard to kind of get into that, you know, into the near falls and stuff until the last, I don't know, 10, five minutes. So, I mean, MJF as both men had an absolutely f- fantastic match. Not going to say a specific B word on the said podcast, but both of them could be categorized as that. And keeping up for 60 minutes is, is a tough ask, but if, uh, Brian Danielson definitely can do it. And the question is, can MJF do it? And I think he can. I agree. I think that he definitely can. Um, the question is, what are they going to do to make it interesting? That's, you know, the, study Lots that blood. Bre- study that Brett and Sean one, man. Study that. It's the best oh, one. You mean one of the most boring ones? How dare you? Sean Michaels is the greatest in-ring performer of all time. And Bret Hart is a nice wrestler. How dare you say that? Hey, I've I've come around on my Bret Hart hate as of late. I'm I mean, becoming look, I, more and more of a Bret guy. Look, look, look. I mean, don't get. I'm there a was a, a lot of a lot of stalling in that match, Bro- brother. Listen, look. I'm a Sean guy. I met him on Valentine's Day a few years ago. Best Valentine's Day of my life. Don't get me wrong. But I'm saying Bret Bret's done some nice stuff too. But that match is great. They go into overtime. It's fantastic. Come on, stop. The ass boys are the tag team champions. What the hell is going on? I love the acclaim. Everyone loves the acclaim. Why would they do this? They should have won them when they should have won them. They waited a little bit. They won them. And now they've lost them way too soon. It's so that they can stir the pot before revolution. No. I I, I don't like this. I, I don't like this one bit. It was an interesting decision to take it off of them because it's not like the acclaim have cooled off by any means. I do wonder how long this gimmick will last, but I mean, and when the guns won, I was like, oh, that was strange. We didn't get a Billy Gun turn, which they teased a little bit, but then it didn't. So it was a double swerve, bro. The acclaimed gimmick can last for a very long time because, I mean, think about it. The majority of like his raps are like things that go on in the world. He's made Biden references, Newsom. I'm sure he's, he he made a Tom Brady reference uh, already, given his second retirement and all that other stuff. So this gimmick can last for a very long time. Now, they're hot. The momentum is fire. I'm sure they're selling merch like nobody's business. 
I know I know people are buying those those scissor me daddy ass shirts. I know people are buying those. Now, are they bold enough to wear them in public? That's the real question. I would. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. I'd wear one too. I'm not even gonna lie. I'd do it. Brandon, would you do it? Would you? My 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 wrestling my wrestling t shirt threshold is: Can I see myself wearing this out in public? Uh, that does not mess, meet my threshold. What, bro? Do you care what people think? Well, it's not only just what it says; it's you know just the look of it. So, who cares? I'm not gonna. If I see somebody with the scissor me daddy ass shirt, I will. I will scissor someone in public. Oh, oh, you're gonna. Oh, you'll scissor in public. Even though I was too big of a baby to uh, acknowledge someone's uh, loose shirt, uh, WrestleMania or Royal Rumble Saturday at the at the uh, grocery store. Oh. So the, was it an Usi shirt? I forget what it is. I for, it might have been an honorary Usi shirt, okay. but it was definitely a Bloodline shirt. I f- forget what the technical one was. Katie, I had to smarten up one of my kids to what Usi meant. You should have saw the look on his face. Oh no! <laughs> was, he was like, he was like, "Hey, you feeling Usi?" I'm like, "Don't say that." Yes. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, gotta man. teach the littles. Gotta 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 teach them while they're young, man. All right. Well, that is going to do it for this show. Superstar Spotlight. We'll get into that at a different time. I brought back the Black Power ranking. I think it went okay. It was my first one back in a while. First podcast I've done by myself in a long time. I I God, when was the last time I did a podcast by myself? That's the real question. I can't even remember. I can't I can't even remember. But uh, yes, uh, let's talk under the radar next week. It's coming back preview battle of the valley. Uh, if you guys didn't know, Nikki Bella has a new reality show coming or out. She does. So, there you go. I can review that promise. I'll put it at the end. So if you don't want to listen to that crap, you can just turn it off. But oh. that's what you got to look forward to, guys. I'm down. I'm down. To, I'm down to hear it, man. I'm down to hear it. Uh, this Saturday in Lodi realm of warriors is going to be happening. I will be in attendance. Katie will be in attendance. Yes, I will. Um, I'll be in attendance. No, via you won't. Spi- via spirit. I was about to say, br- brother, are you, are you? I mean, come on, man. If you want to come, come. But no, yeah, I'm going to be coming. Let's see who's on the card. Uh, Kaka Mang, Lover Boy Leo, the Bullet Cast Champion, Alpha Zoe, Chemo, Big Fonz, uh, the South Pacific Savages, consisting of uh, Journey, Fatu, and Juicy for now. Jacob Fatu wouldn't be in attendance. The Bike Club, Minus Creed, Adriel Noctis, The High Council, Gangrel, Tarzan, Duran, Kenny K, Dave Dutra, El Mago. And, of course, there will be an 18-person over-the-top battle royal to determine the new uh, ROW world champion. That's a lot. you got, what, one, two, three, four, it's five, eight matches. Six, seven. Yeah, seven matches, then eighth would be the uh, battle royal. That's that's a lot. Yeah. Some of, some of your favorites from the Bay Area NorCal scene are going to be there. Uh, I love it, man. This is exciting. I can't wait. It's going to be a great show. Yeah. Um. Also, before we go, can we just can we throw out some T's and P's to uh, Sean Sims? Man, yes, yes. I, I totally just killed his knee. He did. Yeah. Uh, T's and P's to to my coach, man. I, I had dinner with him last night, a little Oasis gathering, and yeah, he he uh he he, he needs some surgery. That's uh. It's unfortunate. It really is. I love Sean Sims. He's been on the show. Uh, he bit my face. Uh, <laughs> uh, go back and watch that. That was a funny one. Great, great guy. One of one of one of my favorites. I love him to death, man. 
Sean, tease a piece for real, brother. Hope, hope it hope it gets better. Um, yes, 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 yes. We hope recovery is super quick and and easy and that it's Bro, not super painful. Don't be don't be like me and get depressed. Don't 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 do that. And enjoy your life. Um, yeah, I think that's it here. Any anything else, guys? Any other tidbits about the world that is professional wrestling before we before we get out of here? I don't think so. I think everyone should just tune in and see the local shows in your area and keep watching and send us fan mail. Absolutely. Send us the fan mail. Brandon, do you have you have anything else to say? No. Big hugs, tiny kisses. Big hugs, tiny kisses. Um, I I guess. So the, th the three of us, West Coast Pro, huh? 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 I'm down. See, I told you I'm cashing in. I'm I'm cashing in my card. See a see a a TLC match in in that venue. I'm down. Let's bring With respect, I really just want to meet 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 Lita. So. Oh, of course. I I'd, I'd love to meet Lita as well. Brandon. My, my people will call your people. We'll we'll see we'll see what's going on. That's a busy weekend, man. AEW, Oasis, a lot's going on that weekend, man. A Dude, lot. a lot is going on that weekend. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you guys so much. The six-year anniversary show has been concluded. Um, we're gonna name this. I don't, I don't know. What, what are we gonna name this? We'll figure it out. Yeah. Nothing with any windows though, because that the, the, this podcast what about casting casting couch. Absolutely not. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are brand ambassadors, brother. No. <laughs> oh, hey, look, if, if they want to cut us a check, then I'm uh I'm not opposed. But anyway, thank You're you not guys. Opposed so to get much. on the casting couch? I mean thank thank you guys so hey, much. Brother, I, I am mad at you. Make your money, boo-boo. You you know the drill, you know where to find us, all that stuff. Be safe and stay dangerous. We out. Get In the dirt, you'll know your death is what I seek. We are the elite, and you are the weak, and I will always get.